Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. And you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to his word proclaimed. God, we come to you as we begin this season of Advent, as we begin to prepare our hearts and minds to receive the Christ child. But Lord, we know that Advent is more than that. Advent helps us to prepare our hearts and minds for your second coming, to allow you to move in and through us, to be your hands and feet to the world. So, God, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. I think if you were to uh, put into words a way that I I moved around in high school and and, and growing up, you say that I was kind of fast-paced. I would move around extremely fast, from one thing to another, uh, trying to be a part of something bigger, or at least what I thought was bigger than me, so much so that uh, I I was easily ridiculed around high school growing up. My brother was uh, three years older. He had a friend by the name of Brad who was uh, in the drama club at our high school, And one day, uh, they had a challenge as a part of their initiation to act like somebody in the school. So I was just a a freshman, but I I was already making a mark with how I walked around the school. I would have my head down, and I would move as fast as I can from one place to another, just avoiding people, just, just trying to get from point A to point B. I didn't think it was so funny when he did that, but then I started to realize, yeah, that is kind of how I am. I also eat fast, too. You know, my, my wife and kids, they apologize because they'll, they'll be in the middle of their meal, and they'll look over at me, and I'm done just sitting there watching. And they apologize for how slow they eat, but in all actuality, I know I eat fast. I'm just starting to look like I eat fast, too. 
See, I want to keep moving forward. But there's a problem with moving fast. First thing is that you have a tendency to miss things. When you're trying to go from point A to point B as fast as you can and your head is down, not looking around, you you miss stuff. You fail to see important things that are happening around you. Another thing that happens when you move fast is that you make mistakes. And I can't even count on my hands how many mistakes I have made because I want to move fast and get things done quickly. Sometimes I think we have a tendency to do that with the season of Advent. We want to move so fast and we want to get to December the 24th so quickly that we tend to miss the important stuff around Advent. Well, that is what we're doing this Advent season. We're talking about awaiting the already. We're talking about the already because we already celebrate the birth of the Christ child. We do this every year. But we also await because we know that there's more to the celebration than just December the 24th. There's more to being a part of the body Christ and and allowing God to move in and through us so that we can move in and through the world sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. So over the next four weeks, for now until uh, until, uh, Christmas Eve, we're going to look at the story of Christmas through the four Gospels. And today we're starting in the Gospel of Mark. Now the Gospel of Mark is historically known as the first Gospel that was written. But there's also something else interesting about this gospel. Just like me, this gospel is about immediacy. The, the Greek word for immediately appears in the gospel of Mark 41 times. It talks about how Jesus immediately went across the Sea of Galilee. Or as soon as they could, the disciples did this. Or as fast as they could, they did this. All throughout the gospel of Mark, the shortest gospel there's a, this sense of hurry to get through the story. But before all of this hurriedness starts, we have like this big giant stop sign right at Mark chapter 1. While Matthew and while Luke, they start talking about the birth narrative of Jesus Christ, Mark starts with a different picture. Our gospel, our our scripture is from the gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Hear the word of the Lord. The beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ, God's Son, happened just as it was written about in the prophecy of Isaiah. Look, I am sending my messenger before you. He will prepare your way, a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make his paths straight. 
John the Baptist was in the wilderness calling for people to be baptized to show that they were changing their hearts and lives and wanted God to forgive their sins. Everyone in Judea and all the people of Jerusalem went out to the Jordan River and were being baptized by John as they confessed their sins. John wore clothes made of camel hair with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. He announced, one stronger than I am is coming after me. I am not even worthy to bend over and loosen the straps of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, you can actually hear this stop sign just come and just freeze us in our tracks, can't you? The gospel writer starts out, in the beginning we are talking about the story of Christ our Savior. But Isaiah says, so instead of going on and talking about the birth of the Christ child, he immediately puts on the brakes and starts telling a different story. This is important because we want to move forward. We want to get quickly to the stable. We want to quickly get to the celebration and to all the point, but when we do that, we fail to see the full story of God's coming. See, honestly, we live in an artificial world of our own construction. We build up these safety nets around us so that we don't have to go through the story of Advent. So we live in a world that is full of deadlines and results that we don't want to experience a world that fosters a gradual maturity. What I mean by that, we we desire this instant gratification that's around us instead of allowing life to grow and build on us. So this season of Advent... I invite you to surrender to those needs that we have to move quickly forward and allow the mystery of the gospel, the mystery of the birth of the Christ child to dwell in you over the next four weeks. So we come together at the stable together, ready to experience the love and grace of Jesus Christ letting the gradual growing of this birth narrative to guide us and lead us forward. John the Baptist does this with one word, and he uses this one word twice in the scripture that we just experienced. He uses the words from the prophet Isaiah where he says, Look, I am sending my messenger before you. He will prepare your way. A voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make his paths straight. The word that John uses from Isaiah is the word prepare. And if we were to dig deeper into the Greek, we would see that these two words prepare are two different words in Greek. It's just because we're 
Americans, and it's easier to translate two different words into one word to make it easier for us to understand, but it misses the point of what the gospel writer is trying to say. If we looked at the first word, prepare, and when he says, I'm sending a mess- my messenger before you, he will prepare your way, it talks about being a construct or a create as well to furnish or to equip. What, what John is trying to say here is that we need to work on ourselves first. We need to prepare inside of our hearts and in our minds to receive this great gift of the Christ child. And then as he moves on and he says, prepare the way for the Lord, the second Greek word gives a feeling of getting ready for a big event, making something ready in anticipation of what will happen later. Another way that we can look at that is through a couple of other Greek words. One is animesis, which talks about the grand past, those things that have happened before us. But not just as a memory marker, something that we go to, but it's allowing those things to come and live in the present reality. We do this every time that we gather at the table for communion. When we break the bread and and we drink the wine, we remember all of the work that Christ did for us through the cross, but we also let that dwell in us here and now. This morning during the early service, we had another baptism, which was great. Two Sundays in a row where we baptized three kids. That's awesome. But as we baptized little Dominique, we participated in another event that John the Baptist talks about, with baptism of bringing into the family of God, of washing away our sins. And as I was baptizing little Dominic, even though I was baptized as an infant, I remembered the stories that my mom and my dad told me about my baptism. And as I poured the water over Dominic's head, I remembered that I was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that Dominic's baptism, even though it was happening right here and now, it brought into my mind my baptism. It was a way of of bringing those events from the past and making them come alive here today. But you and I both know that we can't just live in the past. We have to move forward into the future, preparing as John says, to to be the vessel through which God's love can enter into human history. The Greek word for this is prothesis. I'm sorry, wrong word. Proleptus. Proleptus is talking about how we are allowing God's life to live in and through us so that we can go out and share what God is doing among us. See, the second part is remembering the future. Advent is about what has happened already, but it's also about what hasn't happened. I know that's kind of confusing. We know we celebrate the birth of the Christ child, but yet we know that Christ will come again. And we live out the future as in the prayer that we pray 
to let God's kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So how do we do this? How, how do we make all of this come together? Well, John continues. We're talking about how we are to make the paths straight, how we are able to move forward in a straight line to the manger. There's an NPR writer by the name of Robert Colwick who has a radio show. And on one of his shows about five years ago, he, he talked about taking people and blindfolding them and then asking them to walk a straight line. And as he did this, he put a GPS on them, and, and you could see how they started to walk normal, but then they would start to turn. And then they would start to move in circles. And without any type of guidance around them and without any type of guidance around us, we turn to the right and we turn to the left and we fail to walk down the straight path. But once Robert decided to take the blindfold off and he tried this again, the people were able to fix their eyes on a, a center point and they were able to walk directly to the place that they were trying to go and be able to land in that straight line. So we need a center point. We need something that we can focus our eyes and attention on so that we can walk that straight path that John is talking about. The writer of Proverbs in, verse, in chapter 4, verses 25 through 27 says, The focus your eyes straight ahead. Keep your gaze on what is in front of you. Watch your feet on the way, and all your paths will be secure. Don't deviate a bit to the right or to the left. Turn your, uh, make sure you turn your feet away from evil. See, this Advent season brings us together. The path is in front of us. And that is the manger. As we walk towards the Christ child, we are able to live a life that is bright for others to see. It's not about the gifts under the tree. It's not making sure that we have the right decorations up. It's not so that we can build ourselves up so that we can seem a lot more important than others around us but it is preparing ourselves for the arrival of the Christ child, moving forward step by step, sacrifice by sacrifice, in anticipation for what Christ will come and becoming Christ for others. So an invitation, an invitation this year over the next several weeks of Advent, finding a way to make the Advent season real to you. I loved how Anna talked about the reverse Advent calendars. That's a great way just to have that reminder that we are moving forward to something greater than ourselves, to be Christ's hands and feet to the world around us. Let's think about other ways that we can slow down, maybe taking time to read through the entire gospel of Mark as we move through this season. Just spend a day in each chapter, 
allowing those words to wash through us as we move towards the Advent season. Another way that I'm personally participating in Advent through uh, Facebook, uh, we have an Advent word a day. And today I pictured the word hope. And I took a picture of our manger scene, although we didn't have all the lights on whenever I did it. And this looks a whole lot better than the picture I posted. But it allows us to stop. It allows us to think about this season. It allows us to prepare our hearts and minds to allow the story of Christ's incarnation to become a part of my story so that I can share my story with others and it can become a part of their story. Let us pray. Oh God, sometimes we don't know what to do with this season called Advent. We want to quickly move forward to celebrate the birth of our Savior. But God, sometimes we miss the anticipation. Sometimes we miss the opportunity to grow in our relationship with you and others. So God, this Advent season, move in and through us so that we can live in your story. And allow that story to be a part of our lives so we can share it with others. Guide us and use us to be your hands and feet. And we pray this in the name of the one who gives us life and life abundantly, Jesus our Lord. Amen.